Well, well, thank you, Jungle Jim, for that wonderful musical introduction. Oh my goodness gracious, you're just a magician. A musician on the synthesizer, banging away those keys, hitting all those different uh, notes, bringing in instruments that don't even exist. Like a magician, that's what you're magical to make. You make instruments that don't exist up here underneath your fingers as you as you just crank that music out. Oh my goodness gracious, what a, what a gifted and gifted talent you are. Jungle Jim, hi, this is Tim Marr. This is Fouling Up. We are recording this in the Bowel Studio located on the shores of the mighty Seneca River, feeding that great lake of Ontario. Oh, it's such a busy time on Lake Ontario. All the great lakes. Some, some, summertime. Everybody having fun, fun, fun time in the some, some, summertime. That's right, it's summertime. Everybody's out there on their boats and they're up and down, going all the way up the St. Lawrence Seaway. Oh my gosh, we 1,000 islands. It's busy up there. Not only are there freighters coming in, but you got people, you know, all, all sizes of boats, sailboats, cruisers, up and down, takes you right out to the Atlantic Ocean, all the way around the world, just like this voice of mine right now. What do you think, Jim? Jim, Jim, wake up, jungle. Jungle. We got a biggie tonight, Jungle Jim. We got a big, big, big tonight today. Whenever I'm actually recording this in the evening, uh, first week of August. That's right. In the dog days of summer. That's right. Dog days of summer. And um, take a left. You're going to go right over to Buffalo, Niagara Falls. Busy time in Niagara Falls. Busy, busy time in Niagara Falls in the summer. Oh my gosh, Canadian side. Beautiful, beautiful. Packed. Grab a barrel. Keep going up north, you're going to hit that lively city of Toronto. they got Major League Baseball, great theater, great restaurants. They're right on the lake. Oh, my goodness, right on the shore. A lot of these great cities are on great lakes. Isn't that something? Chicago, right on um, Lake Michigan, the mini ocean over there. Cleveland on Lake Erie. Wonderful, just wonderful. Holy smokes, a lot going on, a lot going on. Busy, busy summer, busy news January. Sixth Committee is just rocking and rolling. The Justice Department now is involved in investigating the president, possibly, possibly, the president of the United States of America for the January 6th insurrection, meddling with elections, witness tampering, all kinds of stuff. Crazy. You know, I think 1974, when uh, Richard Nixon resigned, he resigned over a little cover-up and some Watergate tapes, and now they can't find... Uh, text messages from the Secret Service. Where the hell are they? I, you know, I think I think it's going to be a, it's going to be wild. It is. Oh, isn't that isn't that what Steve? Oh, isn't that what Steve Banyan said? Let me let me tell you. Let me tell you something. He said on his podcast, it is going to be wild. Man, there's like an angry looking guy. He looks just like an angry looking hobbit, Steve. Uh, Steve Banyan, but I'm really thrilled. We're, we're really thrilled tonight that we're going to have a, a guest coming in. That's right, a guest who is a, a major mega dude. That's right, a major mega dude and a major. He, he was at, he was actually at the resurre resurrection. <laughs> he was there too, but he was at the uh, insurrection. Like I said earlier, he was at the insurrection on January 6th. And he, uh, he kind of, he tripped and fell. Well, he's going to tell us his story. And then he's going to explain where he thinks the political process is going, as well as who's going to be the next president of the United States. So this and why and why is he? You know, why is he still backing who he backs? So this is really uh, an exciting uh, guest we have joining us, and uh, he's he's coming in right now. 
His name is uh, Billy. I believe it's Billy. Billy Tucker. Billy, have a seat, Billy. Billy right, yep, right there. Billy. Great to have you here. Great to have you here, Billy. Um, just you know, just relax. And uh, why don't you introduce yourself and uh, tell us how you know how you got here? Well, first of all, my name is Billy. Billy Tucker, son of Mother Tucker. My mother was Mother Tucker and Billy Tucker. I got here by way in my huge, huge black pickup truck with three prominent flags on the back. One says Trump 2024. One says MAGA. Make America great again. Make America great again. So I had a few sips before I came here because I was nervous. One is Make America Great Again. And then the other is something about Brandon. I don't even know who he is. Something about Brandon. I bought it and I put it on my flag at a rally. I bought it and I put it on my flag at a rally. It is fantastic. Fantastic. I love that. I love that flag. They're flying off the ass end of my truck. They're just flying off the, 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 the ass end of my truck. And I just love those flags. That's right. I just love them. Because they let people know. They let people know where I stand. Well, that's why we have you on the show here, Billy. Uh, one of the questions that I have is, um, first of all, what, what were you doing on January 6th? Now, January 6th is obviously a historical day in our uh, nation's history, not for good reasons, like many other uh, days in history that aren't good for good reasons. But where were you and what were you doing on January 6th that, uh, and first of all, how, why'd you go? Why would you go to Washington? Were you summoned there? And um, what were you doing on, on January sixth? Well, I was called to I was called to Washington D.C. I was called to Washington D.C. by the great Donald Trump and that his 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 leader his leader Banyan. They called they called us up and they said, "Come on down, come on down to D.C. because they they are stealing the election. They were stealing this election every every single farming up state by state. We're falling like dominoes." Down, all those states, Georgia and then Arizona, falling like damn people were against him. Everybody was betraying him. It was like an epiphany more than a, you know, January 6th, I believe, is the epiphany. And it was an epiphany for me when I heard them summon and say, be in D.C. And it is going to be wild. Oh, wee, it was wild. I got down there to D.C., and, and and I went to the big huge rail, and there was Donald Trump. I, yeah, the man looked so small. He looked so small from where I, I was miles away. I felt like I was miles away, but I could see the little glow off his head. I could see the little orange glow. But I looked up at the big screen, and there he was, on appearance, President Donald J. Trump, the man they were stealing, stealing the office from. I was so angry. Oh, I was so angry. But I came there to stand up for my country, for the Constitution. You couldn't steal anymore. Everybody had betrayed him. This was not an insurrection. This was a resurrection. We had to resurrect our great president before he was put to sleep forever. Never allowed to be, never allowed to be in that office. That's right. So I went down there. Oh, we got all excited up, you know. His son was up there on little Donnie Jr. Looks like a little Donnie Jr. Oh, he doesn't talk, make much sense, but he sure gets fired up, that boy. Oh, he was fired up on that stage. Oh, yeah, I had no see Giuliani. I didn't get to see him, but you know, the, the black stuff dripping down. I love it when the black stuff drips down his face. Oh, my God. It's like he's, it's like his war. It's like pain. He's sweating. He's sweating out anger. He's sweating out his anger. 
And we were all fired up and ready to go. I mean, one guy next to me, he was so fired up. He had a flagpole. And he had this. Matter of fact, I took the flag off as a flagpole, and I put it on the ass end of my truck. I said, I'm going to take that. He didn't want that. He just wanted the pole. He didn't want the flag. He just wanted the pole. Oh, we listened to all of these greats. And then all of a sudden, the great Donald Trump said, now what we're going to do, I'm going to tell you what we're going to do. I was so fired. There was blood in my veins. Oh, there was blood in my veins. I was hotter than chicken with Tabasco at Mother Tucker's kitchen table. And then he said to me, he said, everybody, not just me, said, I'm going to tell you what we're going to do. I'm going to tell you what we're going to do. You're going to turn around. I'm going to march down to that capital. I'm going to follow you. And we're going to stop this election. We're going to, we're going to stop it. Because Mike Pence, Mike Pence is a cat. That's right. He's a cat. He's a pussycat. That's what you call a cat. Cat with a P. He's a cat with a P. A pussycat. That's right, Michael. Pete. So I got down there. Oh, I was I was so excited to get down there. I couldn't wait. I was running and run. everybody was. It was like being, it was like being surfing on. I've never been to the ocean, but if I ever was to the ocean, I would imagine that was it was like I was like surfing down there. Well, with all that excitement, what what did you do when you actually got to the Capitol? I mean, you finally get to the Capitol. Uh, there's millions, not millions, but there's hundreds of thousands of people all fired up, violent, having weapons and. Well, I mean, what did you do? What, what did you do when you finally arrived there? I mean, did you did you break barricades? I mean, what, what could you have done there, Mr. Tucker? Mr. Tucker? Did I call you Mr. Tucker? What, what, what did you do when you get down to the Capitol? Well, to be honest, that's the unfortunate part. The unfortunate part is I never really made it actually to the Capitol. With all that excitement running down there, and they called a mall. I was running down that mall. I don't know why they call it a mall. It's more like a big patch of grass. But I was running down that mall, facing that Capitol, and all of a sudden, next thing I knew, next thing I, I tripped. I tripped. I tripped on the flag I was carrying. Now, that guy gave me that flag to put on the back ass end of my truck, where it is today. It's that, But I tripped on the flag, and I sprained my ankle right face first into the grass. And I couldn't get, people just were walking over me, trampling over me to get to that. It was, it was beautiful. It was, it was like every, every, the power of the people. I could, I could feel hoof prints. I could feel heels in my neck. I could feel shoes on my head. Oh, and they went down there. I know they, I just couldn't get up. I never could make it. But I, but I, but once everybody got over me, I had the chance. I had the chance to get my phone out. Thank goodness my phone wasn't broken. I watched it. Oh, I watched it as it took over that capital and they broke on through and they, they look for that little weasel Mike Pence. They were going to hang him out front. Hang Mike Pence. That's what Trump told. Hang Mike Pence. Yeah. Hang Mike Pence. By, by the time I got up, it was, you know, about 187 minutes had gone by. I feel like I passed out for 187 minutes. I think it was around that 100 a minute, an hour and a half, something like that. I was gone. I woke up after an hour and a half, and it, it was chaos. People were running all over the place, and there was noise, and about an hour and a half, yeah, about an hour and a half, I would say. Well, that's a, well, Mr. Tucker, that is a, a, a what a Jim, that's a fascinating story. The, the question I have is, now now that you've, you, I'm assuming you've watched the the hearings, the um, January 6th uh, hearings, and, and it really seems apparent that there's been a lot of um, uh, suspicious activity. There's been a lot of activity where, uh, there's been witnesses who've been uh, attempted to be intimidated by uh, high-level government officials, including the president of the United States. 
Um, it is apparent that there was some planning. There was a heated, heated meeting in the White House in the middle of December. And it looks like, you know, and there were um, requests to add ballots and votes and get rid of votes uh, in Georgia. And so it's pretty clear that there was some, you know, there, there was some, there was some stuff going on, uh, not, not legal. And as a matter of fact, at one point, it seems like there was even a, um, a call to martial law by the president. So these, these just aren't American things to do. And I'm curious, you know, what, what do you, um, what are your, your feelings on this? I mean, here you are still supporting this initiative. And uh, how do you feel about it? How do you feel about all this, these revelations that have, have come forth? Poppycock, because my mother, Mother Tucker says poppycock. First of all, let me, you, you sit down. Let me tell you something. First of all, January 6th, January 6th. Anybody can come in and get behind a microphone, obviously, and say anything they want to say. It doesn't mean that it happened. Now, the President of the United States, Donald J. Trump, he was declared the winner that night because he said it. And if he said it, it is true. And everybody's just out to screw him. They're out to screw him because they're jealous. Whimper, tamper, temper. Well, what is that? Witness tampering my ass. With, with witness tampering. He can't call somebody up on the phone just to say hello. That's against the law to call somebody up on the phone and say hello. Well, well, well actually, that is against. Wait, you just you sit over there now. That against the law to say hello to someone on the phone. Oh my goodness gracious! I can, you know, insurrection. Give me a break, insurrection. You make it sound like it's some type of riot on Viagra, sustaining your insurrection for four hours. Let me tell you right now, four hours or hour 87 minutes, whatever the hell it was, that was just a peaceful protest. And in the United States of America, you can have a peaceful protest. And he just led his followers. Greatest, greatest man we've ever seen led his followers. And you're, you're, you're all pointing the finger. You're like that CNN. CNN. You know, you, you can't, you don't spell news C-N-N. You spell news K-N-E-W-S. News. K-E-N-W-S is news. CNN spells knu. 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 And the second N is silent in C-N-N. So you have all this propaganda coming out from C-N-N. My God, they're so, they're so left there in NASCAR. Because that's driving on the tracks to the left. I was trying to be witty there, but let me tell you something else. Now you got Fox News, the betrayers on Fox. Fox and friends going against it. Everybody's against him. Everybody's against him because he's a leader. Everybody knows he's a leader. So they're now Fox and friends, and they're all ignoring this great man. This great man led our nation. I mean, he was going to wipe out the pandemic by July, no matter what. It was just going to poof, go away. It was just going to, you know, but he got all pressured up and he got busy with his stuff and he wasn't able to have it go poof, go away. It had to stick around because that's, that is CNN's fault. If CNN just kept their mouth shut, the pandemic would have just ended and poofed and gone. But they keep saying, oh, they didn't go to poof. Of course it's going to poof and go away if you don't talk about it. Goodness gracious. And now they're stacking on all these things, and the, and the media has turned on them. Even the media that was one time its friend. Oh, yeah, Judas. Judas Fox. Judas Fox News. 
Well, well, Mr. Tucker, some of the allegations seem to be ha are very substantial, and some of the witnesses are very credible. And actually, when you have hours of text messages from the Secret Service that are missing, doesn't that make you question who was really supporting this 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 coup? I guess I would say, but doesn't it seem suspicious to you that we have missing text messages and? and forgetful uh, leaders, uh, Kevin McCarthy and others who just can't remember things, uh, secret service agents in cars who, don't, who are now seeking private counsel. That, that doesn't strike you as strange at all uh, in, any, in any capacity? Strange at all? That's not... First of all, let me say something to you very slowly. Okay, and this is going to, everybody's talking about, everybody's talking about this secret service, secret service, and so what? Who gives a rat's ass? Listen to the title, secret service. Their service is a secret. Their service is a secret. That means, that simply means, whatever they do is a secret. Because they are the secret service. If they worked in a hotel as, as busboys, or if they worked in the hotel in housekeeping, they would be the secret housekeeping. You wouldn't even know. You wouldn't even know they were cleaning your room. They would just clean it. The secret service. If we had all kinds of secret services, you wouldn't even know it was being, it would just get done. It just, you just, it would, it would just happen. Secret service is meant to be secret. Everything they do, they're like Santa's elves, for God's sakes. Santa's elves don't 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 keep their text messages around, do they? No, they got to get rid of that. What, what if one of them dropped a phone, for God's sakes? Secret. It's the secret service. So I, I don't have any any issues with. It. I have issues with people trying to probe into things that are supposed to be secret. Because I tend to think the word secret is secret. And when you're at that level and you're protecting the President of the United States of America, well, you better keep some, a lot of stuff secret around there because who knows what's going on. All I know, I don't believe a thing I'm being told. People are just trying to turn everyone against him. That's all they're doing. And it ain't going to work because we're going to make, we're going to make America, I'm going to get another flag on the ass of my truck. I got to get another flag on the, on the rear end of my truck. That's what I need to do. Yes, sir, Bobby. But if, if you, I got to go. I got to go because I, I got to get a flag on my truck and I got to get back down there and I got to find myself a rally. That's right, a rally. So I want to thank you. I want to you know, thank you, but I got to get home because I got to get moving quick because I'm hungry. My stomach is growling like a, like a cat, like a cat in front of a can of tuna at home. That's right. But I'm going to say one thing. I'm going to say one thing, one thing only. Don't you believe it? Don't you believe what you hear? That's right. It wasn't an angel. It was a resurrection. A resurrection. Well, well, thank you, Mr. Tucker. It was uh, fascinating to have you stop by here and uh, hear, <laughs> hear your interesting perspectives on the uh, what will make you follow and what your, your political ideology, along with uh, all the other uh, inputs you had. I think Jungle Jim, I think I hear the music. This is Tim Moore, and this is Filling Up. Bye-bye.